Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the High Vibe as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and I am coming at you right before the holidays. I'm coming at you very early in the month of December, and I have a very strong intention behind this podcast episode. And I really am so grateful to give you and to give you the information that's going to be flowing through me. I set very strong intention around everything that is going to be set out of my mouth is for the highest and best and for you to unlock your wealth codes within you. You're going to hear me talk so much more about wealth code activation, money genius, um, healing money blocks. We are diving so much deeper into money energy and frequency and healing money blocks and money trauma. All in 2024, I have some very special and fun things planned, especially in the beginning of the year. So this podcast is going to hold you through all the way into 2024 because we're going to be around a lot of family. We're going to be around a lot of you know, we may be going to our hometowns. I almost want to say we're going to be getting into situations and having experiences and conversations and being in the room of expansive energy. And what I mean by that is I do not recommend you thinking, oh, the triggers are bad. You know, my family triggers me. My friends trigger me. My hometown triggers me. I don't think that's the right way to go about it, especially if you are looking to ignite your wealth codes and if you are looking to live a very beautiful and abundant life. I have to point out that it is quite literally impossible for you to live an abundant life if you are not seeing the abundance within your family systems, within your generational line, within your culture, within you in the most human sense. I think the most, if I think of human The thing I think of the most is lineage, family, generational line, um, hometown. It is so deep and I'm just so excited to get into this episode. So let's dive in. This podcast holds the frequency of helping you, a human, around navigating the expansion within your family line. And one thing that you are going to need to understand is you are here to break generational trauma. You are here to break generational lineage of trauma that has been circling and repeating within your bloodline, within your lineage, within your culture, within your self, within the whole collective. You are actually here to break out of that, shift out of that. And to actually be a trailblazer for your family line, to be a trailblazer for your family lineage. I believe that I am speaking to leaders. I believe I am speaking to trailblazers. I believe I am speaking to change makers, shifters, alchemists, magicians, magicians, magicians. Do I want to say witches? I know people, some people love to be called witches, spiritual entrepreneurs, um, spiritual just light beings of light or light workers, put simply, starseeds, all these these words I believe are here connecting with me right now because you are here to rise above. You are here to use these triggers, quotation, as ignition, ignition for your initiation. I tell my clients all the time, 
whatever is triggering you is used for you to take and used for your personal power to rise above. It is an initiation. Every single time you are triggered, you are becoming initiated and you have a choice. You have a choice to continue to walk through the initiation, grow and expand and ground into this new frequency. Or you have the choice of, oh, this feels uncomfortable. I don't like it. I'm going to retreat. I'm going to stay small. I'm going to be limited. I'm going to limit myself. But that is not who I talk to. (laughs) I talk to people who are expanders, who are here to grow, who are here to create massive impact on this planet. And in order for you to create massive impact on this planet, you need to be seen. You need to hold your energy very high vibrationally and expansive as well. And as I'm saying this, I'm actually visualizing like people like you listening and really feeling what I'm saying that you should be and need to be able, especially if you want to create this impact, to live your life in a way that no matter where you go, who you encounter, what you witness, your aura, your energetic being is so expanded out and so outward, like so open that it doesn't matter how open you are. You still have extremely strong boundaries. You still hold your power and you are not hindered. You are not withered. You are withstanding the expansion. You are withstanding walking through the fire. You are holding your power as you go through these experiences. I cannot tell you, actually I can. For the past couple of years, especially since I moved out of my hometown, every time I would visit, it was a giant initiation time and time again until I accepted it, until I wore it as like a badge of, okay, here we go. Fuck yes. This is all about me. This is all about what information am I receiving? What am I being triggered by? Because that is telling me what I need to heal. Whatever you are being triggered by is an initiation on what you need to heal. So in this podcast episode that is going to last you all Christmas season long, around the family and the friends in the hometown and all the expansion that is absolutely going to happen for you. Even if you're not around family, whatever, whatever, even if you're like, you're in a different situation financially, even, um, during this time, this is your initiation right here. This is very potent energy that we're about to encounter during the holiday season. So in the podcast episode, I am going to teach you why family triggers us in the first place my perspective on family and what to do when you feel triggered. I'm going to give you four steps on what to do when you feel triggered. So this is an an episode that you need to take out a pen and paper for, or at least listen a couple of times. And I don't know about you, but I personally have a notebook that I start in the beginning of every single year. So I literally, it's just like a uh, scribbles your way um, notebook. Maybe I'll link it down below. Should I link it down below? I'll link it down below. Let me take a note. I love these. I've been using them for the past three years. Maybe this is going to be my fourth year, but what I do every year in the beginning of the year is I get a brand new notebook and I set my goals in there. It's a very special ritual for me. And I love to take notes on what I'm learning within those workbooks, on the teachings I, you know, the courses I take, the coaches I work with, even podcast episodes. There is so much lethal information 
um, powerful information inside of podcast episodes. And it's my intention to give you that punch. So take out a pen and paper. This is going to help you through your entire life. (laughs) I'm certain on it. I'm actually like very certain on it. So take out a pen and paper and I'm going to teach you everything that you need to know about battling through using these triggers that you're going to experience during this holiday season for your personal power to create more wealth, money, abundance, and prosperity in your life for not only yourself, but for the entire collective. Because when you are vibrating and living your best life and you are tapped into the frequency of love, gratitude, abundance, wealth, prosperity, you are actually radiating you are radiating this frequency into the entire collective. Like you are a light source. You are feeding and grounding this frequency into the collective field. So it's really important. And especially if you're a spiritual entrepreneur, a heart led entrepreneur, hell yeah. Yeah. It is like so important for you to tap into this and understand like how to use this for power. All right. So the first point I'm going to dive into And I'm also drinking coconut water. It is, I'm on a coconut water kick. So the first thing that I want to talk about is why family triggers us in the first place. So I first want to dive into what a trigger is. So a trigger to me is something that points out that something, it is something that tells you, notifies you, guidance, gives you guidance on where you have a dense shadow or where you are not seeing yourself. It is a trigger is the direct communication between how I see it, me and spirit, spirit pointing out to me quite literally like poking me in a way like, Hey, this, this is a trigger because you're not seeing yourself in X way. This is where shadow work comes in. This is where inner child work comes in. This is where really being the observer of your life and understanding that you are not your emotions and you are separate from your emotions understanding that those two things are completely different and being the observer, it's a lot easier to do this. But to me, a trigger is pointing out, Hey, this is where there needs to be more light period. Simple. This is where you need to add in more activation, more light to create this overall healthy, wealthy aura, energetic beingness about myself. And you know what? Like I've been doing this for a very long time and it's really easy for me to do it now. It's almost like it's part of my lifestyle in a way. Um, and I believe family is one of the quickest ways we can quantum leap from where we are now to where we are going. I really want you to understand that your closest relationships in my belief system is that our closest relationships were created on agreement before we even reincarnated here. Like our closest family and friends, they are quite literally, like we are all working together in a way to better ourselves, to almost like, you know, you had a family member that did some BS to you or like something happened with a friend. We can look at these two situations, or we can look at what happens within our family units and friend units that are very close level. We can look at it as 
either victim, OMG, this, you know, low vibrational way of thinking of victimhood, or we can look at it as, okay, this is an empowerment tool. This is teaching me something I'm learning here. This is what I'm, this is what we agreed upon before we even came here. What can I learn from this? Because I know this is karmic. I see it as very karmic. I see it in, we agreed to be here at the same time and for you to treat me in this certain way and for me to react in this certain way. And hindsight, like zoomed out, hella big picture. I know like as humans in the present moment, it could be like that the world is ending. Oh my gosh, like it's so freaking personal. But if you zoom out and don't make it personal, you can actually see like how I'm visualizing it are two dolls talking and playing with me slash spirit source, um, higher self, like being a part of the play, like actually visualizing my higher self with like, for example, my husband or my parents or my mom, brother, whoever in my left hand. And then I'm the higher, I'm higher self. And in my right hand is me. And it's like watching the interaction watching it like a movie in a way. And, you know, pretty much every movie I would say holds a lesson, right? Is that a true statement to say? Believe it or not, I don't watch a lot of movies. I watch them with my husband, but not very often. My husband's the moviegoer or the movie buff. So I should actually challenge him on this. Um, If every movie holds a lesson, could we agree on that? Hmm, interesting. But so that's why I see it. I see how family is actually holding so many lessons within each interaction. Like you learn so much about yourself by being around your family, especially around your money, your money mindset, your money energy, your money language, how you spend, how you save. What do you say like about money in general? Are you worried? you know, you can really sense within your family unit, the patterning that you have been conditioned to be just by hanging out with your family for a couple days or a day during this holiday season. So for that reason, it is one of the most powerful tools we could use to really lean into the triggers and lean into, okay, my family's triggering me in this way about this. What is this actually teaching me about myself? What is this actually teaching me about myself? And then that's when you do the work. That's when the work takes place. That's when you, you know, do some shadow work, inner child healing, go see a coach, AKA me, if you feel it. And this is where I show you and help you. Where are you not seeing the lesson? Where are you not seeing the love, the gratitude? How can we transmute this? How can we use this for your personal power? How can we actually activate this part within ourselves that we are not seeing because that's the problem. The triggers are pieces of ourselves that we are not seeing. How can we, how can I help you shift your perspective, shift your energy in a way that you can see your value, your worth in yourself and clear and heal that trigger? Because it's no longer a trigger once it's a part of you. It's like you ingrain it, you embody it. I actually quite visually see like you holding the trigger that, you know, you pull it off of your aura. Let's pretend you're talking to your great aunt Sally and she says something that's just so outlandish. And you're like, what the fuck? Instead of taking it personal, I actually can see you taking it like it lands on your shoulder or wherever you feel it lands. You take it off in your left hand, you look at it 
and you use your personal power within your system, within your heart space, within your solar plexus, when your chakras are all nice and healthy and aligned and you're very healthy in your boundaries and you're practicing very strong energetic hygiene, that you're able to look at the trigger, observe it from pretty much like a big picture, third person point of view, listen to your intuition on how to internalize it and I visually see you taking it in your hand and like adding it into your heart space and building compassion behind it, seeing where the compassion is. And if you are very active in this process, compassion equals lessons learned. Compassion, I believe, is what breaks karmic patterns. Like, I believe karmic patterns repeat because we're holding on to something. We are holding on to a grudge, anger, um, who knows all these denser emotions. I believe that is what creates these, these karmic loops. Um, expectation, expectation is huge. Um, and then it just continues to come back and triggers us and triggers us even like week to week, day to day, lifetime to lifetime, month to month, uh, year to year. You know, we battle these same triggers around these same people. It's actually there for us to heal. So we no longer have to deal with the triggers. I remember like during COVID, we were doing a training in the school district I was in around emotional intelligence. And this was when I just started being like a self-development teacher. I started my podcast at this time, maybe before this, it was before I even started my podcast. And I remember hearing people like, not people, let me back up. During this time, it was like 2020, November 2020, and I was just noticing how I was conditioning, I was conditioned to believe that if something triggers me, I need to like run away from it. I need to like not accept it, not view it, and like almost like bypass it. That is what bypassing is. Bypassing is seeing something and you just being like, "Eh," like shift, turn, change, rearrange, ignore it, continue to ignore it, get mad at someone for doing it, get angry at the outside reality for keep showing it to you. Like it keeps triggering you instead of you internalizing it. Like I talked about earlier in this podcast, right? Like seeing the gifts and seeing the compassion piece and seeing the love and quite literally adding it into your energetic system for personal power. Instead, I was realizing that myself included would see like these things and get so mad and like cancel it or like fuck it or like (laughs) maybe not that, but maybe maybe just like ignore it and be like, oh, nope, 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 dodge, block, block, block. And this is where discernment comes into it's discernment is everything like it's very important for you to discern the difference between these two. But I think you're really understanding what I'm saying because it's so easy to get mad at the trigger. That is the easiest thing we can do. The easiest thing we can do is get mad and angry at the trigger, the trigger, the situation that is so victim getting mad at the external. And you know, what's freaking hilarious. This is so hilarious. I know me saying this on the microphone, like quite literally telling you it's so much easier to (laughs) feel the trigger and get mad at the trigger rather than go internally. Right. I am challenged 
on what I speak every single day. It makes me laugh because I know when I say that, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's definitely going to pop up in my reality because now I have to ingrain that, right? Like I, it's like this evolution process I have found myself in, especially being a coach and healer, a spiritual entrepreneur. And it's like, it's, there's just constant growth. So I'm like, okay, yeah, (laughs) like, yeah, got it. Roger, I know it's coming. So it is easier to just get mad at the trigger. It's like, this is a perfect example. And I laugh because you, do you want to know who my number one triggerer is and my growth person is at the moment right now? It's my husband. My husband grows and expands me in ways that it is so extremely hard. I mean, it's not hard for me to explain, but it's like he triggers parts of me that I didn't even know existed. And he's my sole partner. Okay. We 1000 freaking percent before we reincarnated here on this earth together, agreed to do this um, class together, agreed to take on this unit together or this adventure together. I know we did. I know this. I know it's so deep in my bones. So I know like my husband just triggers me (laughs) and it's so easy for me to be mad at him for him calling me out on something. It's so fucking easy. And you know what? You know what I just told you? It's easier to get mad at the trigger than to look at it. You know, how am I contributing to this? What is it telling me about me? Yeah, I, I know it's it's so much easier, but that's why like having people around you, like me, this podcast, your loved ones, your partner, yourself, your coach, your healer is there to help you like in that way too, like point you out of your triggers, like, Hey, you're triggered in this way. Let's heal. Let's fix. And let's embody. So you're no longer bothered by it anymore. So my perspective on family going into it deeper is we've all agreed to be here together in this play, in this movie. You know, I used to view my life when I was growing up as a kid, more like a movie. And I've actually been wondering to myself recently, like, how was I as a kid? What did I think? What did I feel? I was very deeply connected to spirit and source and God all the same. I was very deeply connected and I'm at the point now where I'm remembering that connection. I feel it so much, so deeply now. And it's hard because sometimes our human adultness comes out and like questions the intuition and questions the relationship with spirit and questions the faith. But um, I was reflecting back and thinking about how was I more of a kid? Like, how was I as a kid? And all of these things that have happened in my past, like, how did I view things? And it was like a movie in a way, most of the time. And then, you know, it starts getting more personal. Our egos begin to develop more. Um, You know, I have an undergraduate degree in child and adolescent family studies. And I remember sitting in lecture one day in college and just learning about the different levels of how the human develops from childhood into adulthood. And I'm like, wow, it is absolutely true. It's like when we, and I work with teenagers right now and like preteens, so it's even more in, more interesting. Um, I see how even like through my own development, how I got to a certain age and I began to take things so extremely personal, so tied to the ego. 
And now actually what this work is doing is detaching me from ego, seeing things from a way bigger point of view, opening myself up um, even more and being the leader and trailblazer I feel I should be and create the legacy that I feel to create. And it's actually quite interesting. It's like um, a bottleneck, quite interesting, like what or quite interesting. Yeah. Okay. I feel like <laughs> that didn't make sense, but it's like, you know how we start off so open as children, like we are 100% open consciousnesses. We don't know what anything is. We are quite literally learning about how to be here on this earth. And the bottleneck is us coming from that place going so fucking in with the ego, taking things so damn personally, the world revolves around me and now we're expanding back out. It's like an hourglass in a way. And then now we're expanding back out to this universal unity consciousness and how your actions actually affect the entire collective. Um, And if you really want to create massive change on this planet, you must go inward. You must focus on yourself. And that is where these triggers come in. And it really points us out Where are we limiting ourselves? Where are we acting a fool? Where are we playing victim? Because I firmly believe that if you are called to own and operate a business and listen, it's almost not like you want to have a business to have a business. It's like you want a business, you want to manage a business, run a business, create a business as the tool to give you this freedom not only freedom, but massive fucking impact. And it is not for, it is not for the average Joe. It is for a very unique individual. And I believe that you have had this desire that you're feeling right now because I'm speaking to you about it. I know you are feeling this for a reason. And it is because this is your purpose. This is what you're supposed to be doing at some capacity. Like you're supposed to be, growing and expanding as a coach, a leader, content creator, teacher, whatever it is, like your business could be so many different things. It could literally even being selling, um, shoes online or selling shirts or selling like dog bandanas, whatever it is, your energy behind that product, behind that service, whatever it is, is going to speak louder than anything that you could ever say. It is the energy behind your services, your products. It is the energy behind how you show up that is really going to create the wealth and success for you because that is what is required to hold the wealth, to hold this very high vibration of wealth energy. Because I say it again and again and again, like you will not be able to manage the wealth that you are desiring without doing the deep inner work. It will not work. It's incongruent now. You know, money is shifting its frequency as we are going now into the more 5D level of consciousness, like our consciousnesses are rising, which means we are no longer like taking a fool for terrible marketing. I mean, I've said this before. I literally sit on the couch and I see the commercials that play on the NFL network and I see the commercials that play during the Amazon Prime Thursday night freaking football games, whatever the hell, doesn't even matter. They're all the same. I see the commercials they play and I'm like, Roger, 
I can literally see through all of this. Awesome. Now, <laughs> now I'm no longer affected by it. But a couple years ago, I would see these commercials and these things and know these truths and just be like, oh my God. Uh, and like be so heavily triggered. And like, if we are unhealed in the trigger, the trigger actually controls us instead of us controlling the trigger. So I had to, I had to take a drink of coconut water. Some, sometimes I speak and I'm like, hell yeah, this is like pure goodness coming at you. So yeah, my perspective on family is it's all soul like guided. (laughs) And you know, actually sometimes it trips me out where I look at my husband and like, I understand that we are so deeply like connected on such a soul level that he is quite literally like a piece of me. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I'm like, fuck, because I might've, you know what I mean? It's an actual mirror. Your soul family relationships are actual mirrors and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And that leads me into what to do when you feel triggered. So this is where the four steps are going to come in. The four steps are going to come in on how to move through this second by second by second. And what I want you to do is I want you to start embodying this information. Okay. I don't want you to just like listen to this and do nothing with it. I want you to write it down, put it in your notes, make little bullet points, just make four. You just need to make four little bullet points and start embodying the action and doing the action. Um, do I want to go on a little tangent right now? Maybe. So the problem I have with a lot of schooling and like a lot of things, um, in the mainstream is that like, we are just being taught at instead of embodying and doing and learning and growing and evolving. So in this situation, take what I'm saying, apply it, apply it during Christmas, Christmas Eve, um, family parties, work parties. I don't know about you, but I have learned that work is such a expander for me because I'm always like, or I used to always be like all in my head about a lot of things. Those days are over. So tapping into, oh, here are the four steps. Here we go. What to do when you feel triggered. Number one is you need to identify the trigger in your body. So you need to now become the observer of where the trigger is in your body, like identifying it. And maybe when you start to do this, you may feel the sensation that it's all over the place. It's all over the place. I even feel like that more times than not. It just depends. It can fluctuate. You can um, have a trigger and you can observe, oh, I am triggered all over my body Or you could say, oh, I'm really triggered in my throat center. I'm really triggered in my heart, in my heart. I'm really triggered um, in my stability. Like I'm feeling really angry. That's connected to your root. Like you, your task during step one is to simply identify that you are triggered. So my question for you is, if you do identify the trigger, how do you know it's a trigger? What sensations do you feel? How do you know? How do you know that this is a trigger for you? And that is your body, your energetic body communicating to you on your triggers. 
And the more we drop into our body, the easier this gets. This is when we're really connected to intuition. This is when we can hear and hear our intuition crystal clear and move through these steps even faster. But you need to start doing this now in order to go fast. And the second thing is, so after you have identified the trigger in your body, like you feel a body sensation, sensation of some kind based upon this trigger of what someone said, what you've seen, life, whatever. Now you are going to observe from a neutral lens and perspective. And what really helps during this step is you observe from a higher third person point of view, higher third person point of view. It's almost like one of my favorite video games of all time is The Sims. I don't think I've ever shared this. This is, so, this is so funny. I have been playing The Sims number one since like middle school. I had all four of them. I still have the fourth one. I do not play it really at all anymore. I always crave it sometimes. But I loved playing The Sims my whole entire childhood, adolescent, all the things. And if you played The Sims and you can really connect with this in a way like... When you were the Sims, you could see like the third person point of view of the household you were working with. I want you to do the same thing now in your life with this trigger. So even if you're someone that loves books, most of the time, I believe, especially when we're early readers, the book is written in third person point of view, right? Like you are catching and finding and especially early on in reading, the dialogue's very simple. Like it's a very simple type of book. You can tell what's going on. It's third person point of view. Then when we get advanced, it gets more, you know, advanced. But if you look at it very simply, third person point of view, my mom said this, I responded with this. I feel the trigger in this way. Or you can even use third person point of view terms. So like Brie felt triggered when her mom said this. Brie feels the trigger in her heart space. That is what you need to do. And you need to be in the space of neutral perspective. So when you are the third person point of view, you are not like attaching onto the other person's emotions. That's not what your role is. You're not supposed to be attaching onto other people's emotions. And I will say this is what I work with a lot of people with especially spiritual entrepreneurs, because we're so empathetic. We feel things so deeply. Our job is not to feel other people's feelings. Our job is just to identify how they relate to us. And if they come to us and want help, then we help them. But we're not like, we're not just feeling sorry for people just because it's a, like a trauma response in a way. We are needing to be the observer, the neutral perspective point. It, this is where your balance of the feminine and the masculine energies within your body, within your core, within yourself is so grounded and strong. Like this is when it is so grounded, so strong that you can simply become the observer. And it's not even a thing. It's just like, yep. Uh-huh. Got it. I see it. Okay. Let's move and do on, go on to the next step. So the next step is this is where you observe and you find the golden nuggets out of the trigger, out of the experience, out of... So it's like, instead of looking at it as, oh my gosh, this is terrible. My entire Christmas is ruined. Blah, 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 blah. 
going on this freaking deep ass victimhood hole. Instead of doing that, you can do the exact opposite of that and to see, okay, where can I actually observe this experience, third person point of view, and quite literally go gold picking is, oh my gosh, is that what they did? I'm trying to, no, I'm going to go mind gold. They mind gold, minded gold, mound gold. So (laughs) this is where you take the pieces of the golden nuggets out of the experience, looking at it, like almost like looking down, you take out all the gold and this is where you tap into the learning of the experience. What are you learning from this? What are you gaining? What type of compassion are you gaining? What type of understanding are you gaining? What type of delicious energy are you harvesting and putting in your hands in a way? This is where you take these learnings, these golden nuggets, and you tap into the compassion and understanding and the gratitude toward your family member, family, experience, hometown. It's a freaking gold mind. This is a gold mind. I want you to think of this whole Christmas coming up, holidays, whatever holiday you're celebrating. My family celebrates Christmas. I want you to go into the Christmas time (laughs) and instead of getting mad at people for not being the way you want them to be, start being like, oh, this is the gold I was meant to experience. This is the gold I was meant to pick. This gold is going to make me rich as hell. This gold is making me wealthy. This gold is making me rich in experience and energetic expansion. I'm going to be able to help so many people with this situation because I know all about it. I've alchemized it myself. How did I do it? I can help others do it in this way. This is quite literally gold. I am so wealthy and I'm ready to dance and shake and have a freaking party about it. And guess what? You can have a party all about it in your journal. You can have a party all about it, standing in front of your mirror, locking eyes with yourself and just telling yourself about all the things that you learned, like all the expansion that you encountered being around your family. (sighs) Yeah, it is. It is so expansive (laughs) being around family and friends. And yeah, I, I completely relate. I know I feel it. But do you really want to know what it came down to? It really came down to for me being like, okay, when I see my family, do I really want to be in a bad mood all the time? Like, do I really want to be triggered all the time when I'm around my family? No. Why would anyone want that? Like, do you really want that? No. Uh Uh-uh. I don't. Um, Granted, like, has people in my family and friend unit, like, done some shady things and like, you know what I mean? Like, did things that I didn't appreciate and did things that I didn't love. No, but this is where the growth and opportunity comes in. This is where you see the lessons and this is where you even look bigger picture, wider picture of big scheme of things. We agreed to the terms of this. We both learned something about the situation. Like, you know, this karmic runs really freaking deep. How can you find the nuggets within this karmic relationship? How can you find the nuggets within this situation that has happened? This is where the true gold comes from. This is where you cash in. 
This is quite literally like where you become richer. This is where richness comes from. This is where wealth comes from. And this is how you stay in your power without getting attached emotionally. This is when you detach from all of these external things that, you know, if you are unhealed and you haven't done any healing work at all and you're new to this or, you know, you've been resisting looking inward for a while, but you know you've been needing to, this is where you learn the art of detachment because both can exist. I can love my family so extremely deeply. I would do anything for them. You know what I mean? Like I, I love them. I give them so much of my love and my energy and I would do so much for them. Like I would, but also at the same time, I can detach from them as well. Both can exist at once. So for example, it's like, Let's pretend a family member is not making the right choices repeatedly about lifestyle that then result in them becoming sick in some way or, you know, having some type of issues like I can love and care for my family member that is going through that experience, but I can also detach that it's it. That's what their initiation is with that working through these habitual lifestyle habits, eating habits, not working out, like not taking care of their bodies, the language that they use, very dense, very limiting. Like I can still love them so deeply, but detach from their journey. Because a lot of times, especially with spiritual soul-led entrepreneurs, is that they are empathetic. Like you are an empathetic person, 1000%. That just means you're able to read energy very easily. Simply put, simple. But the problem is we take it personal. We think it's us. We take it personal because we're unhealed. We feel like we're unworthy in some ways, undeserving. We're incomplete. So we look for the external validation. And when we see that our family member is suffering in some type of way, we take it personal and that dims our personal power. And that is where we are not as potent as we should be, especially as business owners, parents, um, caregivers, teachers, whatever it is, like every single human needs to understand that like, if they are not in their power, if they're leaking in external validation, they're not siphoning that energy for themselves, for that powerful, um, presence that they have, then it's just a disservice on everyone. It's just like frozen in time in a way. There's no growth. It's just habitual, same old, same old, same thing, same thing. But that's not who I'm talking to on this podcast. Because in order to run a business and make the most change that you possibly can can on this planet, you're going to need to have strong boundaries. You're going to need to have tough conversations. You're going to need to have to speak up what you need and want within your business. When you hire people, when you let people go, when you need to move on, when you need to end a contract, you know, when you have a client and you want to hold strong personal boundary, because to me, like, that's very important. That's what they're paying you for. They're paying you for not to be perfect, but to be the most embodied version of integrity that there could possibly be in this time and space. Easy. The integrity part. So where can you find these golden nuggets to add to your wealth bucket, to add to your integrity, to add to your personal power? 
Where can you find it as you are going into the beautiful holiday season? When you're sitting down at the dinner table, when you see your family, all the fun things that are about to come and all the expansive things that are about to come. Pay attention to how you're labeling it. Do you do you hear what I'm saying? Did you see how I really just went into this one version of all the fun, all the da 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 and then I went into all the expanded. To me, that is my polar opposite. I really want you to pay attention to that because I could have said all the positive things and all the bad. No, it's expansion. It is not bad. It is not bad. It is expansion. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to how you are labeling your experience because how you are labeling your experience in your life actually creates it, creates that reality for yourself in all situations, money included, all the things. So just pay attention to that. And with that said, I hope you have the most beautiful family time. If you need help in any way, reach out to me on Instagram. That is the best way to connect with me. And I also... I'm so excited for the new year because this is my last podcast episode until 2024. I want you to really listen to this, embody what I said, do the steps, do the things, because in 2024, it is going to be so extremely powerful. I am so excited. Membership is coming out. Be ready. It is all about healing your money blocks, stepping into your personal power, and unlocking your wealth codes and discovering your money genius that is going to create wealth wilder than your wildest dreams. I am so freaking excited. Sending you all my love this holiday season. Enjoy, enjoy the expansiveness, find the compassion, find the love, find the gifts, find the gratitude. And if you need help, reach out to me. I would love to help you through this time if you are facing difficulty And have a beautiful, beautiful holiday season. Have a beautiful, beautiful new year. And I will see you in 2024. So much love. Bye.